Time for anticipation nation. Everybody gather around. Hey, hey, my name is Caleb, and I'll be helping you to make your picks come true. I got the stats, the numbers, the wisdom, the wisdom, and the wisdom too. Without me, you will be screwed. Well, it was wild card weekend. I went against Thomas, and I got the dub. It was down to the Buccaneers and the football team. I picked the Bucs. He picked the football team, and I win. I now improve to 4-5-2 on the season. Let's get that 500 this week. Hey, what's up, my man? How you doing? Pretty good. How about you, Caleb? I'm doing great. Welcome back, everyone, and it's time for... Anticipation Nation! Episode 12, guys. We're on episode 12. We're going to be digging deep into these games, these six games, that are uh, four games that are coming up here. Uh, lots on the line for a lot of these teams, and it will improve to see who can go advance to the next round. So let's get started. So divisional round on Saturday at 3.35 on Fox. You guys can check your local listings. It's the Green Bay Packers, number one, going against the Los Angeles Rams, who are ranked number six in Lambeau Field. It will be very cold, not as cold as it usually is in Lambeau, but it will be cold, and I think that will be a factor as well. Green Bay's number one scoring offense going against the Rams' number one defense. Now, the Rams beat the Seahawks 30-20 to in Seattle. The fan noise really didn't make an impact on the Rams' office, Wolford got hurt right away, uh, and in came Jared Goff, who did pretty well, mediocre, you know. Um, Rams just were getting to Wilson a couple times, and through the first quarter, though, it was just basically field goals, but then that changed with the Williams interception touchdown return for the Rams. Cam Akers was a beast tearing up the field. He had 131 yards rushing and a touchdown. Now, Jalen Ramsey going against D.K. Metcalf. Some people had thought that D.K. Metcalf was going to just run all over him. Well, yes, in a sense, that's kind of true. Uh, he did give up a garbage touchdown to D.K. Metcalf. It still goes in the books. And he gave up 96 receiving yards. And Jalen Ramsey is going against this elite Devontae Adams as well. So it should be a very good, interesting matchup to watch with Adams and Ramsey going at it head-to-head. -head. Now, Goff, well, let's talk about Goff on the other side of things. Goff had only 155 yards passing and still suffering with that broken thumb. He can only throw the ball with four fingers. Yes. I just wanted to ask you, Jake, do you think that's going to be a big factor in this game? Like a game for a decision for people if they want to pick – if they're betting on the Packers or the Rams. Because, listen, Jared Goff only has four fingers he's playing with. His thumb's not working at all. So, do you think this is going to make an impact on the game? Uh, no, not really. I think um, the Rams have always been a team that needs to establish the run. So, I think they'll just do that as they usually do. Um, and Akers is definitely really talented. But I don't, I don't personally see a way that they can honestly move the ball against the Packers offense consistently. I mean, defense, sorry. Um, because I think the fact is the Packers will approach the game. We need to make Goff make those throws. 
Um, and he did a couple times, but that was only because he had the play action. So the run was already established, and they were getting over 100 yards, so the defense kept coming up. And there were easy throws for him to make. So I think Packers D holds up. Um, that's why I think, personally, I like the Packers in this one are definitely that should be the heavy favorites because um, of that situation, that the Rams are kind of a one-dimensional offense. So I think the Packers will shut them down and make off throw. Yeah, like the the Rams defense is they are good, but they're not the best. I mean, they gave up only 174 passing yards to Russell Wilson, who let's be honest here, he has been really struggling, and he struggled toward the end of the season. And basically, kind of his whole season, he didn't really have that a lot of big games like he did last year. But they're going against this Packers team, who's coming off their first round by Aaron Rodgers, possibly the MVP of the year. Uh, Mahomes is in the race too, but it, they're, if Rodgers plays well, I think it will be Rodgers, but we will see. Green Bay's offense is going against Aaron Donald. Uh, it should be interesting because the Packers have only allowed 21 sacks uh, for Rodgers, which is tied for second in the NFL for pass protection. And it's not going to help Green Bay that um, uh, David Bakhtiari is out with a torn ACL. Rodgers had 48 touchdowns, leads the league in first, and leads the league in passer rating with 121.5. He threw a lot to Adams this whole year, who had 115 receptions, 1,374 yards, 18 touchdowns, which led the league. And FBS, Marquez Valdez-Scantling is another weapon. 690 yards, 6 touchdowns, 20 0.9 yards per reception. And then you got the tight end to worry about as well. Robert Tonkin. Can we talk about this man? 52 receptions, 586 receiving yards, and 11 touchdowns. This man has just come out of nowhere. He's been with the Packers for a few years, but they have really been using him in their playbook. Aaron Jones had over 1,000 yards rushing, uh, averaging 5.5 yards per carry. Packers had the most points per game in the NFL fifth in yards per game, and first in not turning the ball over. Who you got to win in this game here? I mean, you, you said the Packers, but uh, what do you think the score is going to be? Um, yeah, I definitely, like you said, got the Packers. Um, I don't think this is a game that um, I think Devontae Adams is going to go off in because I think he's going to see shadow cut. And honestly, he'll see a lot of safety help, too, with Jalen Ramsey underneath. So I don't see – I think it would be smart – of the Packers, like if they can beat the coverage and get him open, but it would be really smart of the Packers to almost look for MDS a lot, I, I think, on the deep shots because the Rams will have so many guys covering Adams that will leave them exposed on the backside. I just don't see how the Rams' defense consistently stops the Packers, and I see an easy way for the Packers to stop the Rams and make and make their one-dimensional offense not work. So I get the Packers. I would say the final score will be 31-17. to 17. I got the Packers winning this game 38-28. Yeah, exactly. Adams is not going to be able to go off because Jalen Ramsey will be on him constantly, and not many quarterbacks can throw it to Jalen Ramsey without him either picking it off or deflecting it. But, yeah, that's good because then you shift the whole defense and then they have to cover two guys. Yeah, I mean, MBS is very fast. And And Tanyan. You mentioned Tanyan, too, before. If MBS isn't open in the deep route, they can always run Tanyan at a crosser or a drag or a post up the middle. And Tanyan really catches a high percentage of those. That's what he scores a lot of touchdowns on, are those posts in the end zone that he runs. 
he'll run him in the open field versus this Rams defense. And if they have everybody, like you just said, shifting over in coverage, he's going to be wide open right in the middle of the field. So look, I look for Tanya and MBS to be a huge part of this game. For sure, yeah. Next game we got is the number five Ravens going against the number two Bills. The Ravens beat the Titans in an upset, 20-13. to 13. They were down 10 to nothing really early, but then they kept on uh, pecking away. Lamar Jackson had a just incredible run for a touchdown. Uh, those moves were just insane. Did you see that play? Yes, I did see that play. Really impressive. He's a, he's a game-breaker. He is. And Dobbins got a, a go-ahead touchdown run as well. The Ravens defense stiffened very well. Derrick Henry only had 40 rushing yards. That's it. They held, they held Tannehill to 165 yards passing, 6.3 yards per attempt, and an interception for a rating of only 83.0. Yeah, um, and I, I think I just want to add in right here, I think that's the most important stat is the Henry's um, rushing yard stat. And it's not just because locking only Henry down, but it's also because Ryan Tannehill is one of the best play action passers in the NFL. You know a lot about that because you've got one of the top ones in Rodgers, too. When the Packers get their run game going and they get those play actions, the whole field opens up for Rodgers. Same thing for Tannehill. He is eight times better of a quarterback when he's in the play action. And like you just said, 44 yards for Henry. 40, only 44 yards. 40. 40. 40, Ravens did a really good job shutting him down. And honestly, I think that has a lot to do with Tannehill, who performed horrible, is because he's really dependent on Henry. Runs those play actions, hits his tight end, Johnny Smith, for easy gains, um, and A.J. Brown, too. So, I don't know, man. Uh, they just shut him down. They shut their whole offense down. They did. And this Ravens defense, their uh, pass rushing is 44% of the time they're they're rushing the passer which is, uh, you know, first in the NFL there. That's you mean blitzing? Insane. You mean blitzing the passer? Blitzing the pass, yes. Oh, okay. Pass, blitzing, yeah, same thing. Uh, and then they're going against this Bills team who beat the Colts 27-24. to It was a pretty good game. Colts hung in there for a while. That is the Bills' first playoff win since 19... 19- 95. Allen made an insane play where he thought everyone thought he was going to run it, but he just stopped and just got enough of the ball to throw it to Dawson Knox for the touchdown. Gabriel Davis has been used a lot lately. He made a nice two-toe catch. Allen ran in for a touchdown. Stephon Diggs got one. Uh, Then let's talk about Bass. That 54-yard field goal to make it a two-possession game, he was Really clutch. Now, most of the time, you do not want to be kicking a field goal. But if you're up by one score and it's in the fourth quarter, kick that field goal. Don't try to go for the touchdown. Just kick the field goal. Be up by two possessions because then it makes it harder for the uh, opposition. Josh Allen almost had the ball turned over. It was a strip fumble. And I don't know if you saw this. It was a strip fumble. Uh, but then the Bills oh, – no, no, I'm sorry. The Bills uh, recovered it. Otherwise, who knows what had happened there. But then I want to talk about this play. On fourth down, uh, Rivers passes it to Pascal. He catches it and gets up to run, and he fumbles the football. 
but he lucked out and they said that he was down. And I'm thinking, how is he down? Like, if you give yourself up, yeah, that's that's a different thing if you just lay on the ground. But this man got up right away and started running. What did you think of that call? What, what was what was going on in your head with, at that time? Yeah, um, I thought the rule is if there's no clear or, um, like, you can't argue against the evidence that presented, the play on the field should stand as called. Um, and there was no... Non-refutable evidence, honestly, after watching the replay, I think the call should have stand. There was no hard evidence against it that's going to change your mind. Um, I They showed the zoomed-in one that they said his knee was on the gun, but you honestly couldn't even tell, and the hands were barely on that point. So I I think, I, I mean, there was a catch and a fumble. It obviously turned out for the other, for the opposition anyways, well, uh, in that one. But yeah, definitely an interesting call. Yeah, I was I was like, what? And even the announcers were saying, yeah, that's a fumble. That should be the game. And then, nope. Um, and Gene Steratore as well, who is the anal- analyst for uh, – he does the challenges, the, the thing. Uh, Rivers tried to help Mary to maybe, you know, get a help Mary up there and win the game. It was knocked away by the Bills' defense. Allen had 324 yards, two touchdowns. QBR rating 121.6. Uh, he even uh, faked a guy out, man. Allen had a great day. Diggs had six receptions, 128 yards, and a touchdown. This Ravens team from last year looked to the Titans right away in the playoffs. Who got this game? Yeah. So, really crazy game this week. Um, I think that this is a way closer game than people think it will be. I think Lamar will rise to the challenge. The Bills' defense is really, really good. They're the best in the NFL, in my opinion. Okay? The Bills' defense is the best in the NFL, in my opinion. Josh Allen, I think, will move the ball against the defense. And I think that's because he's such a good quarterback, he can step back and take the pressure and make the right decisions. And at all we know about this, when guys blitz, they a lot of times have to put some guys in man coverage, one-on-one coverage, when you blitz a lot of people. Josh Allen will make the right read. So if Diggs gets one-on-one, it's over. Long plays. So the Ravens will win this game if they stop the long plays from happening, if they win the one-on-one matchups, and they are successful and able to blitz Josh Allen. But I don't see that happening. Josh Allen will make the right call, the right decisions, every single time when their defense is exposed. I have the Bills winning, and I'm going... To go with 27 to 21. Yeah, I got the Bills winning this game as well. 35 to 30. Diggs, yeah. I mean, this man, he had, I said it before. Um, 100 yards in a touchdown. 28 yards in a touchdown. This man is averaging over 100 yards per game in the last, like, four games. He's been going off. That's why he leads the league in the NFL with passing yards. Receiving yards. I got to go Bills here. The Ravens, yes, they are a good team. They are first in rushing, basically because of Lamar Jackson. But if the Bills can keep him in the pocket, not being able to scramble anywhere, the Bills will win this game, and I got the Bills in this one. Same. Next game we got should be a fun one. The Browns, number six seed, going against the Kansas City Chiefs, the number one seed at 
25 p.m. on CBS. Andy Reid is 7-0 career record. Going against the Browns. Mahomes has all those weapons, and let's get through them. So Travis Kelsey, tight end, 1,416 yards, 11 touchdowns, 105 receptions, second and leading the league in receiving yards. Just unbelievable. Tyreek Hill, 1,276 yards and 15 touchdowns. The pass offense for the uh, Chiefs, they have five receivers that are over 400 yards receiving. That is just insane. Mahomes just spreads the love all over the Oh, yeah. Kelsey. You got Hill, Walk, uh, uh, Hardman. You know, you got all those weapons. But their flaw, and I was watching this on the NFL website, their flaw is they are 61% at getting it in the end zone, which is 19 the NFL. And you think of that, 61%, it's pretty dang good. Pretty good, right? They're 19th in the NFL, and they usually get those field goals from Harrison Butker. So, will that stop? Will the Browns be able to stop them? I I don't think so. But this Browns defense has not had a game. Has not had its games. Look at them against the Steelers. Oh my goodness gracious! Giving up 500 passing yards to Ben Roethlisberger and their defense for the Browns kept the Steelers in the game. It was 30. It was 28 to zero at one point. Then it got to 35 to 7, 10 at halftime, and everyone's thinking this is a blowout, you know? But the Browns did surprise the world by winning, and no matter how ugly the game gets, it's still a dub, 48 to 37. And for the Browns, that is their first playoff win since 1994. Good for them. Um, there was a fumble on the second play of the game, resulting in a touchdown for the Browns. Roethlisberger took the snap, and the center, uh, snapped it too high and it kind of looked weird because uh, when Ben and James Conner were going to go get it they didn't fall on it you know you're usually supposed to fall on a ball they didn't fall on it the ball got kicked around it was recovered by the Cleveland Browns so that seven po- easy seven points right there you know um, they picked off Ben not once not twice not three times but four times Landry had a touchdown Hunt had two touchdowns it was 28 to 0, and this and a lot of people were like, oh, this is a boring game. Steelers fans were like, well, we're out. Well, Steelers made it a little interesting, but Chubb ended that with a big touchdown run. But the Browns defense, man, oh man, 500 passing yards? Good grief. When you're winning 35 to 10 at the end of halftime and everything's going well for you, and that, that's what happens with a lot of these teams. They do so well. Let's start with the Green Bay Packers. They are doing so well at the beginning of the game. And then towards the end, they kind of giving it away a little bit. That's what I'm worried about against the Rams. That's what I'm worried about for the, this uh, for the Packers-Rams game, you know? And for the Browns, I, I mean, I don't see them having a lead at any point in this game against the Chiefs here. You know, this defense just led the Steelers right back into this game. It was a blowout but their defense really stunk but i want to hear your opinion you probably agree with me but i don't know who do you think still in this game yeah i completely disagree with you um i personally think that the brown uh actually will move the ball in this situation. um i actually think the browns will lead 
at, at least one point in this game. Maybe it's because they score the first touchdown, but the Browns will lead at a certain point during this game. I think each quarterback throws for over 350 yards. Baker, over 350. Mahomes, over 350. I project this to be a game that both teams finish in the 40s. There will be not a lot of defense. The Chiefs' offense is too good. I know they have my hair. I know they're decent. The Chiefs' offense is too good. Too much speed. Mahomes, we know Patrick Mahomes. We don't need to talk about him that much. They are too good. They will not be stopped. Will the Browns move the ball against the Chiefs? I think so. But will the Chiefs do just enough to win? Just like they do every time, no matter what game they're in? Yes. So I have the Chiefs winning this game 48-45. to 45. You know, I'm going to upset here. Well, not an upset. I mean, I don't think this is going to be a close, close game at all. I get the Chiefs winning this game 45-21. to What I saw against the Steelers, and, and I was watching a bunch of the other games from the Browns defense, they just give up a ton of points toward the end. My goodness gracious. They gave up like 28 to that one, one team. I can't remember the team name. But... They will not be able to stop Mahomes at all. He will run all over the, them, you know, and they'll probably take him out of the third quarter because it's getting so bad. But I got Chiefs on this one. Man, that's kind of disrespectful to the Browns, to be honest with you. I uh, I root for the Browns, actually. Um, I think they have had a great run, and I think it sucks for their fans that they're not able to be here um, because the fans have endured. Some of the worst seasons in NFL history, 0-16, that's insane. Some of the worst teams in NFL history have played in Cleveland in the last 10 years. And it sucks for the fans not being able to be there, but I'm happy for the Browns organization. I'm also happy um, for Kevin Stefanski, uh, took over from being the Vikings offensive coordinator and went there. Um, really done a great job. Think about what the record was last year. Think about what the outlook was this year. They didn't think they were going to be that good. This Maybe not even half as good as they are. He's done a great job down there. I think the Browns will be a team to watch in the future going into next year. Yeah, I mean, I am rooting for the Browns in this game because I do not – look, I love the Chiefs. They're awesome. They got so many – they got Tyreek Hill, you know, love that guy. But I just don't want the Chiefs to get in the, the Super Bowl again. You know, I just I just don't want to see that happen. I'm I see the Packers getting the Super Bowl again. The what? The Packers. They've been there too much. So same thing. I don't want to see the Packers be there. Same reasoning. Okay. Yeah. Well, you can. Yeah, you can say that. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> so far, we have had all the same picks. Now it comes down to this game here. Five forty on Fox. The number five Buccaneers going to the number two Saints. Now, the Buccaneers would have played Green Bay if the Seahawks would have beat the Rams, but the higher seed plays the lower seed. So, we got the Saints and the Buccaneers five straight games in a row by the Saints against the Buccaneers. They've won five games in a row straight. Uh, their fourth lowest in pass rating in the NFL. They up only 199 yards, 
6.9 yards per attempt. And, man, they just destroyed the Bears. Giving up only 2.5 yards per carry against Montgomery last week. We're going to that 265 yards passing, two touchdowns. QBR rating 107.3. I mean, Michael Thomas is now back. He had five receptions, 73 yards, and a touchdown. Deontay Harris had 83 yards. Going against this Bucs team, who beat the football team. That's, and again, that should not have been close at all. Brady got his 31st career playoff win, most by QB since 1950. Antonio Brown got a touchdown, Godwin, but... Let's talk about let's talk about that run by Taylor Heineke. He's flushed out of the pocket and he decides to run it. And it does not look like he's gonna get in the end zone. And he at the four yard line. And he jumps and Superman into the end zone. Did you see that play? I did. Insane. You know, I'm not someone who's normally swayed very easily on this, but I think Taylor Heineke's the quarterback of the future for the Washington football team. Sign him up. He's the new starter. Alex Smith backs him up. Feel good story. Alex Smith will mentor this guy and make him the next star of the NFL, just like Mahomes mentored behind Alex Smith and became a star. Taylor Heineke, Washington football team, don't draft the quarterback. Draft another wide receiver, another weapon for him. Let's go, Taylor Heineke, 2021. He looked amazing, dude. He just looked incredible. I was rooting for him to, to tie the game, but... He wasn't able to, and the Washington football team have been eliminated. Um, yeah, he could possibly be their starter. I could see it happening. Alex Smith being the mentor, that would be really nice for them. Uh, Fournette got a touchdown as well. Heineke tried to lead them back. No avail. Uh, Mike Evans had 119 yards receiving. Brown, uh, he had 49 yards, two reception touchdowns. And Godwin also had a touchdown, 79 yards. Cameron Brayton they've been using often a lot now with 80 yards. Rob Gronkowski, not a factor, but they really didn't need him. Pass, uh, pass offense for the Buccaneers. Uh, yards per game is ranked second in the NFL. Who you got this game? Hopefully we have a different pick. Yeah. Um, you mentioned Rob Gronkowski not having a lot of stats. Um, I don't like when people say that, and here's why. Because Rob Gronkowski was brought into the Buccaneers originally to block. He was not brought, he was brought in almost to be a decoy in the back. Um, he was brought in to block. He took a whole year off of football. They didn't know how good he would be. But O.J. Howard went down. Cameron Bait was needed. Rob needed to step up. They stepped up. Rob Gronkowski was great. I saw him in the blocking lanes, blocking final Jones. He was exceptional. He was blocking every single play on the stretch play, and he was doing a great job. Rob Gronkowski has done a great job for the Buccaneers, and people who just check the stat boxes don't know that because they haven't seen this. Obviously, you like to see him more involved, but I would look to see that as if Brady's waiting because when he needs Gronk, that's when they connect. In the biggest moments, Gronk and Brady find each other. So we need to wait till the game that's closer. Um, and I think Gronk and Brady will, will they're just comfortable with each other that way. They trust each other with clutch moments. So I think that will happen. Um, but yeah, here's my pick for the game. I think Tom Brady will not lose. Drew Brees, even though they won, did not play a good team. I don't believe that team is a playoff caliber team. I think Drew Brees throws a lot of bad balls right now. And he's and I personally think he's uh, he's still kind of dealing with his injuries. He came back with 
close. So um, I did not see him make good throws last round that I was like, wow, that was really amazing. Um, I think he actually had a, like two picks that were dropped by the Bears defense. Um, he made some really bad interceptions, I think. Um, yeah, so I got the Bucks in this one. I don't think Tom Brady loses. I think people got to watch out for the Bucks in the playoffs this year. Their defense is better than people think. Um, I know people talk about Brady all the time and Godwin and all that um, and Ronald Jones, but their defense is better than people think because everyone gets focused on their offense with Tom Brady. I got the Bucks in this one, 35-14. to 14. Uh, You got a wipe out there, bud. Um, yep. 28, jeez. Uh, see, I think this is going to be a, a nail-biting game. You not want to leave for a second, not even to go to the bathroom. Jeez. This game is just going to be so tight, and these offenses are going to go off. These defenses will struggle. The Buccaneers, you said that they're a good defense. Yeah, uh, to, an, to some extent they are, but they have – they're the football team. Like, that's – the team that was never really had a good season at all, and they give up 23 points, and they made it a very, very close game. Brady got sacked a couple times as well, being able to keep Tom Brady from hitting the turf. They sacked him three times, going against the Saints defense. I got to go Saints here. Saints win this game 35-34. to 34. Breeze and Thomas, you know, Thomas is back. So they're going to be connecting more, and I feel like Thomas and Breeze are just going to go off and hit up Taysom Hill as well. You know, because that, that is one thing about the Saints, because they have two quarterbacks, tight ends, wide running back, blocker, punt return, kick returner, all that, you know. But I, I got to go, Saints will win this game 35-34. Ouch, man. Well, looks like I'm winning this week again, baby. We will see. We will see, Jake. I, if I get this dub, I'm tied. For my, I'm at 500. So you not, would you know, be. But we'll see. Alright. Alright. Thanks everyone for joining us on Anticipation Nation. Anticipation Nation now is over. Please don't cry. I will be back next week and ready, because time, time will fly.